0: Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Shane, I felt a word from you when I was listening to you lead the congregation in worship. I don't know if you're writing your own, but God says I'm going to give you your own songs for this body of believers. I don't know if you've already been writing or I need to give you confirmation, but God says go ahead and birth, birth that thing that I'm trying to do inside of you. What your pastor is preaching and what Pastor Brown is doing, go ahead and pin that and begin to sing that in the Spirit. It's going to be well received in this church. Glory to God. Amen. I received that for Brother Shane tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Praise your name. God is good. Amen. All the time. I want you to turn in your Bibles with me. If you can, then tonight, thank you, Pastor Brown, for letting me be the new guy. Hallelujah. (laughs) I've got a big expectation to live up to, but I just want to be me. Is that all right? Can I do that? Proverbs 22 and 28. Good to see my friends, JoJo, and all this wonderful young uh, family that I've seen over the years at youth camp. and, And I love this church. I love these wonderful people here. And I appreciate and value you so very much. Praise the Lord. Thank you uh, for praying for us at Calvary. I can't believe that I would uh, pastor in Springfield, Missouri, the Mecca of the Assemblies of God. I feel like a square peg in a round hole. I'm just going to be honest with you. So keep praying for me. Amen. We're doing something for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. I want you, do you have in your word of God, Proverbs 22:28? 28, say amen. Praise the Lord. The word of God says, remove not the ancient landmarks, which thy fathers have set. Say it with me. Remove not the ancient landmarks, which thy fathers have set. I want you to realize that we must know where we are in God, and the scriptures declare that the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Would you look at your neighbor and say, I don't own it. It belongs to God. Would you tell your neighbor, even the pinto that you own, uh, it belongs to God. The pinto you drive belongs to God. Somebody shout glory for that one. Amen. The earth is the Lord. I'm glad that I'm just called to be the steward, the manager of God. And when I realize that, it takes a lot of pressure off of me, Pastor. That I don't own it. And so if you'll stay with me, I'm going to build a foundation and we will get to the heart of what God is trying to speak in this building specifically to this body of believers. Because I believe in these final hours and final days, there are hard times to come. How do I mean lift your hand and say I believe that beyond a shadow of a doubt. But how many believe this is that we're going to be equipped as the body of Christ that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard against the power of hell. Listen, Donald Trump is not going to do it nor Hillary Clinton, but Jesus said upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against. It. I can't help it. I'm getting a little bit too preachy. Let me step back just a little bit. Let me build this foundation because I want you to go here with me. I want you to realize that why that was written there written in the word of God to steal someone's property was to not only come against or violate that individual, it was to violate God's lordship. Because you realize that the Israelites they came to understand they were not the owners. God was. Hallelujah. And so I can tell you this. How many know that you know where your boundary line? Listen, I'm from the South. I'm from North Carolina originally. And I can tell you that every Southern gentleman knows where their boundary line is. How many lift up your hand and say, I know where the boundary line is at. How many has ever been violated on the boundary line? Come on, somebody. Yes, yes, yes. And so can I tell you this is to steal someone's property in days of old to survive on an acre of land or a plot of land moving a boundary marker not only stole property, but it stole crops because it was the survival of the entire family. Now, we realize that back then, permanent objects were used to mark boundary lines like they didn't have hedges, nor did they have fences, but they had stones. I'm so glad that your, Jojo, well, we tried to get him to dig these things up in the Arkansas dirt, but he didn't want to do it. So your pastor worked hard, bless the Lord. How many say bless Pastor Brown? Come on, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. And so, what we see here's I've got some rocks for. It. We're going to get to it in just a second, but I'm trying to build a foundation. Take your Bibles to Deuteronomy 19, chapter 19 and verse 14. The word of God says this. In Deuteronomy the 19th chapter and verse 14, it says, Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have said in thine inheritance, which thou shalt inherit in the land that the Lord thy God giveth to possess it. Now if you turn over to or Deuteronomy 27 and verse 17, Deuteronomy 27 and 17, Cursed be he that removeth his late neighbor's landmark, and all the people shall say, Amen. So Proverbs was not just initially saying, and I want you to understand that, that those who uh, not just inherited, you, you just not inherited, but not established, you had no right to move the ancient landmarks which your fathers had set up. Now, I want to go somewhere here. I need a little bit of help because it just wouldn't be me if I didn't do something with somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come here, brother. Hallelujah. Come on, Jordan. Help me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, how old are you? How old are you, brother? Thirty-three. All right. Amen. There's my 20s. Do we have anybody in this building you're 90 years old or above? Anybody? 90 years old. Is there any way she could get down here? Sitting in her thing. Is there any way? We'll wait on her. We'll wait on her. We'll wait. Anybody in their 80s? Anybody in their 80s? Any Can I have you, sis? Come on. not going to embarrass you. Come on. I promise you. I probably won't slap your head down. I promise. I promise. I won't do that. Okay. I want the 90. If we can have the 90-year-old then here and then. We're going to give you a seat, sis. Can we use your seat? Is that all right? Do we have anybody in their 70s? Come on, give me a mail. Come on, all you mails. There you go. Brother, you lifted it up. Come on down. You lifted your hand up. Come on. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Yes, sir. Come on. I love it. Pastor, I love that all these ages are represented in this church. I love this. 60s. You're in your 60s here. You're in your 60s. I need. <laughs> sir, you got you. yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You lifted your hand. Come on. Come on. Yes, sir. In your 60s. In your 50s. In your 50s. Come on, brother. Amen. Come on. That's an old man right there. Yeah, I hear you. Pastor said it. I didn't. Hallelujah. In your 40s. In your 40s. Come on. Yes, ma'am. Come on. And Jordan's going to represent our, our 30-year-olds to the far Yes, she goes to the to the edge of the right, right over there on the edge, right at the end. Yeah, all right. You got to get in order. Yes. All right. So we got the we got the twenties, we got the thirties, uh, the twenties. Anybody teens? Teen? Go ahead, sis. you. I seen you. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Teen. How old are you? You ain't lying, are you? Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. And then I need ten years old or younger. Yeah. You want to help me, buddy? Come on. Stare out right over here. Stare out right over here. All you All right, y'all, tighten up a little bit. Come come together a little bit. I want you to understand something. What I love about this, this is, this is moving, because I love Pastor Lee here. It's not pastoring a 30-year-old church, and that's it. I'm disappointed in churches and can I tell you that even in our own denomination because, and I want you to listen to me right now because this is very important because we'll we'll miss it all together and what God is trying to do in the churches is because we feel like we're selling a commodity nowadays to a certain age group in the church. I want to appease a certain age group. And so, listen, if you're trying to, that's not what heaven is made up of. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know what your body, how many say, I can't wait to get to heaven because that body is going to be glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know what it's going to be like, but for right now, we're going by ages. Amen. But what I love about this, David simply said this, and I love this, because it was good enough. Now, what's your your name, sis? Lorene. How how many years have you been here, Laurie? 92 years years old. Come on. Amen. How long have you been at the church? 20 plus plus years been here. Is that about right, Pastor? Yes. Listen, I love this because, can I have somebody? Here we go. Listen, I love this because here is our vision statement for Calvary Christian Assembly of God that God gave me a long time ago. In Psalm 71, verse 17 and 18, he said this, and you could turn there if you want to. Listen, Lord, don't let me leave here. I'm just going to go ahead. Let's read it. Can we, do, can we read it together? Because I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Psalm 71. Verse 17 and 18, O oh God, Thou hast taught me from my youth. Woo, I'm about to get excited up in here. <laughs> I remember going over a grandmother's house. Some people know what I'm getting ready to say because I say it. How many thank God for a praying grandma? I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a praying grandma. Come on, somebody. I remember that praying grandma that had to be have hairdo that when she get in the Holy Ghost, shake all those bobby pins out. I remember I was raised up in that. And when I'd come over to her house, Pastor Lee, I had to memorize a proverb before I left the house that night. And I had to learn, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him, he'll direct every path. If not, then you get up. And then, and then when I went to sleep, she tricked me, and I didn't realize what you mean she tricked you. When I went to bed, she played Alexander Scorby on the tapes when I got in the bed. You say, who is Alexander Scorby? This was a gentleman. He read the scriptures. How many remember Alexander Scorby tapes? Yeah, I remember those. She just, she played, uh, you know, in the beginning was God, and God, you know, how I many you know that booming voice? And it made me go to sleep, but she was tricking me, and I didn't understand it until I got a little bit older that she was sowing the word on the inside of me, and I didn't even know it. Woo! Glory to God, I'm about to get excited up in here. So this is what she did. She said, listen, here's what. this is what, it's basically what David is saying and look at verse 17 again. Oh God, thou hast taught me from my youth and hitherto have I declared thy wondrous works. Not only in the past, but now I do it in the present. Now look at verse 18. Now also, don't get embarrassed here, just say thank you Jesus. When I'm old, and I'm gray-headed. Come on, somebody. Oh, God. Look at that. Thank you for it right up on there. Oh, God, forsake me not. Come on, this ought to get up in the inside of you. Until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. What I love about this church is that it has the heart of God, that it just don't want to reach 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds, but it still wants to reach the 90-year-olds and the 80-year-olds and the 70-year-olds and the 50-year-olds. Some of them have felt like they have lost their voice, but honey, I still need, come here buddy, I still need a 90 year old woman, bow bow your knee, to put out her hand and to lay her hand on this little boy's head and say, God, don't take me until I've showed this generation the power of the Holy Ghost. In other words, if it was good enough, Come on. God let our altars be I'm going to talk to you you older crowd listen I, I, I celebrate the past I celebrate the move of God but please don't let us talk about it. Please come down here at the altar and lay your hand on a 13 year old girl and a 13 year old boy and say, God, you're not finished with me until I show this generation your power and your glory and your might in this final hour. So, guess what? If it was good enough for grandma, come on, great grandmother, and she read the scriptures guess what? Is, I'm going to pass it down to the 80-year-old. And the 80-year-old's going to pass it down to the 70-year-old. And the 70-year-old's going to pass it down to the Is anybody feeling me in this place? I'm going to pass it down to the 60 and the 50. So in other words, guess what? There's been some rocks that have been set up that I have no desire, nor do I want to move it because Right where it's said, and I'm not going to move it. Now you moved out of order here. Then I love this. Go ahead, right here, right here. Take it, brother. Look here. This is not the church of tomorrow. This is the church of today. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Lift your hand and say, don't let me go, God, until I show this generation your power and your glory and your anointing. Don't let me get out of here until I show it, Lord. It's one thing to declare. We declare, oh, don't you remember what God used to do? And you know what? I celebrate that. Please don't misunderstand me. But, honey, if we don't show it, How is this generation going to know the power of the Holy Spirit? It may not be the song that you like. Oh, I know I felt that. It just smacked me in the head when I said that. I felt it all over me. Lord, I felt that. They may not be singing your favorite song. They may not be doing your Bill Gaither favorite song. Shane may not be doing the latest from Chris Tomlin. Come on, somebody. They may sing a Bill Gaither song, like some I just sang, fill my cup, Lord. But I'm here to tell you, if it's lifting up the name of Jesus that is above every name, you ought to join in and not complain and start praying. Listen, I'm leaving tomorrow. Hallelujah. Send your own nasty emails to pastor. I'm gone. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you this, this is a picture. Pastor, I'm encouraged, hila boshata, of what I see in this church. And I'm encouraging some of you, come on, those that are 50 and over, I want you to stand up right now. Stand up, those that are 50 and over. I want to tell you something, and I want to prophesy to all of you. God is not finished with you. God wants to still use you. God still has his hand on you. God is going to anoint you to anoint these kids to say, God, don't let me die until I show this generation. My God, I'm about to get Holy Ghost excited up in here. Your power and your anointing. Woo. Come on, give these generations a good. God bless you. Come on, you can go. You can go be seated. You can go be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, you man. You ought to get excited about these generations. Woo. And you know what, young people, look at me. You ought to respect every one of them. And when you're down at the altar, guess what you need to do? You ought to call them by their name and say, Sister, brother, so-and-so, will you lay your hands on me? Would you believe the Lord to fill me with the initial physical evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Did I say that? Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. Hallelujah. Can I keep preaching? Are you still with me? Are you still with me? God's taken us somewhere in this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last time I checked, in order to receive an inheritance, everybody say, I have to be an heir. Jordan, I want you to help me, you and another brother there. I don't know if you and Shane can pass those out real quickly to help me real quick. What is an heir then, Pastor Floyd? An heir is one who inherits or has a right of inheritance in the real property. One to whom something falls or to succeed. I'm going to tell you something. Listen, I'm an heir to the Floyd and Vicky McDonald estate. I don't have any brothers and sisters because I made enough trouble where mom and daddy didn't want no more kids. You see how wild I am for Jesus. Just imagine how wild I was for the devil. I want to tell you this. Listen, I've got keys to my mama and daddy's house, and if I want to go in, let me just get old country with you. Can I do it? Because I'm in the country. If I want to go in and go get a bologna sandwich, I got the keys to go do so. But you don't have the keys because you're not an heir. You're not family. Hello, somebody. And so I've got all the access by being a family member and being a son of Floyd and Vicky McDonald. But I'm here to tell you tonight, more than just Floyd and Vicky McDonald. I'm an heir and a blood-bought saint of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I've got all access and all authority. That's, he said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke 10, 19. Everybody look at Galatians 4, 7. Wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son. Come on, somebody. That ought to make you shout right there. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Now, I gave you this. Most of you got a copy. If you need to make more copies. he said, Pastor, this looks old. It is old. My grandmother gave me this. My grandmother gave me this. She said, Floyd, you need to know who you are in Christ. I'm going to tell you what, when you wake up depressed, come on somebody, or the enemy tries to get you discouraged not to walk in the way or in the identity of Christ. How many know that the devil questions the identity of Christ inside of you because he questioned the very authority of Christ when he says, if thou art the Christ. And so sometimes we need to wake up in the authority of Jesus and instead of yielding to our flesh in the way that our flesh feels, I wish somebody'd hear me right now and just tell me, Amen, Patch, that's good preaching. You need to get into the word and say, This is who I am. Honey, I guarantee you, you'll go from frown to turn upside down when you begin to read what the word of God you ought to just help me read it right now come on the word of God says I am God's child for I am born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God which liveth and abideth forever come on number two help me I, the word of God says I am forgiven of all my sins and washed I, the word of God says I am a new creature I am the temple of the Holy Spirit I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated into God's kingdom I am redeemed from the curse of the law I am blessed I am a saint come on somebody I am the head and not the tail I am above only and not beneath I am holy and without blame before him and the love elect I am the elect I am established to the end I am made nigh by the blood of Christ I am victorious I am set free come on somebody If something don't start changing on the inside of you when you begin to read what the word of God says, I am what I am. Lift your hand and say, greater is he that is in me. Glory to God. Pastor, you're going to have to let me come back. I'm about to preach every bit of this. Hallelujah. Listen, I got to stay on task. As an Israelite, let me just tell you, the landmark determined the inheritance in the Lord. To remove it was a serious offense. Listen. There's a serious offense that's going on in our nation right now. I better not grab that one. (laughs) Say it for me. But this is exactly what the devil's trying to do. Somebody stay with me. I said the devil's trying to come in and take the authority and take the boundaries that have been set in the church of the living God and trying to move. It's okay to be gay. I wish somebody would help me. It's 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 okay to shack. Did I say that? I sure did. And so what the enemy's trying to do is to remove the rocks that have been established. Trying to hijack and carry the word of God off so we don't preach or we don't want to offend anybody anymore. Can I tell you, let's get back to the word and declare what God's word says. And declare that he comes, that whom the son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. This is a word for this church that in turbulent times and they are to come and that I felt that I even told Sister Alicia and Jerry and I told them I said God has given me a word for this church to be he's looking for a people that is going to be steadfast and unmovable in these times because turbulent times are coming let me tell you I'm not being a prophet of doom I'm just telling you what I feel in the spirit of God and can I tell you hold tight to the truth because everything that can be shaken will be shaken but how and lift up your hand and say I put my hand to the plow and I'm not looking back I've decided to follow Jesus and I'm not moving from my commitment in the Lord God Almighty. Blood boundaries have been set. Christ's blood that has been shed for me and you on the cross of Calvary. I've got all this. I wish I had a bigger pulpit. But I want to tell the devil tonight. No trespassing. Private property. Lift your hand and say, I belong to God. I belong, look at your neighbor and say, do you belong to the Lord? Do you belong to him? Don't let the devil come in on God's territory. Don't let him invade your family. Don't let him invade your church. Don't let him invade your life. Protect what God has put on the inside of you and say, God, I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Woo! The world, the culture is trying to slowly manipulate the church. Hello? Come on, I want you to turn with me because we're going to get back in the Word. 1 Kings 21. 1 Kings, 1 Kings 21. 1 Kings, the 21st chapter. I love this chapter. It came to pass that after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard which was in Jezreel. I want you to pay attention to verse 1. Hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Some of you are saints in Caesar's palace. The devil has recognized that you got a green thumb. The devil has recognized that your garden has glowed. You, the devil has recognized that there's something different about you. Some of you don't even recognize who Ahab is, but you do know his wife. Oh, Jeze, yes. Oh, Jeze, yes, I know who Old Jeze is. But the king, old Ahab, seen that Naboth. Can I tell you what Naboth's name means in the Hebrew? It means fruit. What was he doing? He was living out his name. See, I want to tell you, that I don't have time to go here, pastor, but there are names in the Bible that mean destiny and distinction and reputation. And so what was Naboth doing? Operating in the God-given name that God placed upon him. That when he planted the vineyard and God blessed it, guess what? Who took notice? Oh, Ahab took notice to simply say, I want you your vineyard can i tell you that the devil is trying to do the same thing to hijack the church and to hijack the glory of god and say i want it i'll pay you this for it and give you a better one and the thing that i ask is if it was a better then why are you asking for it anyways hello But that's just as slick as the enemy is because if you read this, it's almost like mirroring Matthew chapter 4 when the Satan came against Jesus. Remember, if you'll bow down, I'll give you all. You stupid idiot, he owns it all anyways. You really don't know who he is, do you? He created the very rock he's standing on. And so I'm reminding you that the enemy, listen to this hollering preacher, I'll be gone tomorrow, it's all right. Listen to me, the devil is trying to hijack your time with the Lord. The devil is trying to hijack your worship with God. The devil is trying to hijack your intimacy. I said into him, into me, see, come on, with Jesus. And any way that he can do that, that is exactly what he's trying to do. But don't you like what Nabal said? Look at verse 3. This is what he realized. Nabal said to Ahab, the Lord forbid it. That I should give what? The inheritance. Woo! Glory to God. The inheritance of who? My fathers. Unto you. Now let me paraphrase the rest of the story because we don't have time to go read the entire thing, but I encourage you to do this. I love that, don't you? Here's the rest of the story. The rest of the story is this. Oh, Ahab, his big lips started coming out. Went all the way down to the floor. Went back to his room. Didn't even want to eat. Here comes old Jesse. She says, why ain't you eating, honey? And this is what he said. Just like a little kid. Look at it. Read it. Yeah, it reminds me of my used-to-be-two-year-old son. Naboth would give me his vineyard, so I'm not going to eat tonight. Read it. That's exactly what he acted like. And Here, Jeze stepped in and said, Don't you know that you're the king? She says, Honey, don't you worry about it. I'm going to take care of it for you. The word of God said that she signed letters against Naboth and put his wanted poster, let me just put it to you that way, inside of the community that Naboth lived in and set up a kangaroo court or false witnesses. Can I tell you this? When you declare to the devil, somebody better listen to me right now. When Heber Springs, first assembly in Heber Springs declares to say, devil, we refuse to give up, glory to God, the very boundary lines that God has set. When you declare that to the devil, don't you think he's not going to leave you alone? He's going to lie about you. He's going to send false witnesses against you. He'll talk about you, about your very best friend behind your back that you thought that you can trust. Somebody's hearing me right now because it's hitting somebody right in the head what I'm about to say, glory to God. They'll set up everything about you and somehow we tend to, if we yield to the flesh, we'll kind of yield into falling back into that. It reminds me of a story of my boy who was 10 years old at the time. We had a good-sized front yard in Springfield, almost the size of a football field and a half to cut. So he's 10 years old, and he's trying to reach the pedals. How I many's been there, Dad, on the riding lawnmower? And his weight is not, you know, kept coming on and off. You know what I'm talking about? The springs, you know? And so I'm over there finally letting him do it, and I'm saying, glory, hallelujah, I ain't got to do it. That, you know, I'm teaching my boys how to do it. Come on, somebody shout. Woo! And so my 10-year-old is on the tractor, and he's riding it out. And I'm over here with my 15-year-old trying to teach, you know, we're, we're doing uh, some weed eating. And so all of a sudden, I hear a blood scream, Daddy! Daddy! And I turn my head, and I, just like you grandmas and grandpas and mom and daddy, I just threw my weed eater down and just started running. Because I'm expecting a limb to fall off. I'm expecting something to happen. I'm expecting to see blood and all of those things. And so, and as I come to him, he's running towards me. I'm looking, it's like I'm in slow motion. I'm looking him up and down. He's looking me up and down. I don't see any blood. I don't see, he's just going, Dad, dad. And I finally get to him. I said, Matt, what is wrong? There's a snake in the yard. Pastor, I got a problem. He's on a 48 inch cut lawnmower, and there's a black snake inside the yard. You know what I told him? Stay on the lawnmower and cut him up. But isn't that just like the devil? That when the devil slithers and makes a threat at the body of Christ, we want to get off of our power. We want, come on, we want to get off the glory and we want to back down. Look at somebody say, stay on the lawnmower of the glory of God and cut through the devil's junk in the name of Jesus. If God be for me, then who can be against me? It's by him that I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. I'm sorry I'm getting loud, but I'm feeling the preacher coming on in me. Some of us just want to get off the line. Honey, stay on the lawnmower of the Holy Ghost. Keep plowing through, come on somebody, that when he does come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord has lifted up a standard inside of you. I can do all things through Christ's strength. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Here it is. They set up false witnesses against Naboth. But I love this. Listen to the story. I want you to if you got time to read it, read it through. The story goes like this. He didn't back down. He could in that moment, pastors, in that moment, he could have just backed down and said, Ahab, you can have But I don't read one time. Look at it. I don't read one time. When the kangaroo court was set up against him, not one time did he speak against his God nor deny his God. In fact, you're not going to like how the story ends up. The Word of God said that they took Naboth out and escorted him out of the city. In fact, the Word of God said, if you read it, they drug him out of the city. You know what? I just believe they had to drag him out because he wasn't going on his own. You ought to be like that in the Holy Ghost. Just say, I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere. I've made up my mind you're going to drag me, you're going to drag me out. If the devil's going to let the devil drag you out. But I love this. He didn't lift up his voice and deny his God. You ain't going to like it, but this is the bottom line. He died for the cause of Christ. Look in the word. They stoned him to death. Thank you, Pastor Floyd. That's so encouraging. Let me encourage you with this. Turbulent times are here. I'm tired of saying they're around the corner. They're here. But how many say this is not a cursed time, this is a blessed time for the church? Lift up your hand and say, we're blessed in the name of the Lord. Watch the church. Watch the church of the living God. Come on, don't watch First Assembly of Hebrew Springs. Watch Jesus at First Assembly of Hebrew Springs. Watch Jesus at Calvary Christian Assembly of God. Watch the world. Watch the church in these turbulent times because guess what? We're having done all to stand. We're going to stand in these final days and these final hours and lift up the matchless name of Jesus. Christ for we are not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believes see and it's not that much about Naboth is there but a book don't have to be long to be good and Naboth here died for the cause of Christ but if you read probably around 15 or 16 of that same chapter the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite guess what here it is Naboth said this didn't belong to me it belonged to God and this helped me so much Pastor B because I realized this it's not my church it's his church and Jesus said upon this rock I will build my church And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. How many just lift your hand and say, I'm going to be a spiritual Naboth. Come on. And look at what God told him. He said, listen, he said the same dogs that lick the blood of Naboth is going to lick your blood in the street. Come on. How many know you don't have to open your mouth? Let God avenge you. Let God say what needs to be said. Keep your mouth shut and let God avenge. There's... I don't know why I feel this, Pastor, but there are some of you wanting to rise up with your own mouth about some situations that are happening in your family. And I'm here to tell you, and I'm leaving tomorrow, shut your mouth. Here's the scripture, every tongue that rises up against you, God says, I'll condemn it. Somebody ought to lift your hand and say, I received that word from the Lord. I needed that in my spirit, but I'm here to tell you that your miracle is not going to come until you keep your mouth shut and allow God. Come on. I know that's hard for Southern folk. I is one. Come on, somebody. Especially you come up in my call about my family. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. But you know what? What you need to do is keep your mouth shut and stand still and know that God is going to fight your battles. God is going to take care of this circumstance in your family and in your life, just like he did Naboth. Can I tell you? I just I just had this feeling, Pastor, that Naboth didn't feel one stone. I just feel like he probably didn't even feel one stone. God just said, come on up. You defended me, now I'm going to defend you. Hallelujah. You lifted up my name, now I'm going to lift you up. Hallelujah. Can I tell you this? Listen, when you make a declaration against the powers of hell, all hell is going to come against you. And in the last days, we need to guard particular boundaries that the devil is trying to steal from the church. I don't know if I put it in here or not. I probably did. Should have been more ready. I'm sorry. Shane, come up here. Stand behind that rock. There is one thing that I will not compromise. And it is the word of the living God the enemy's trying and he's tried for years to remove it from your life to keep you from reading it come on somebody to keep you on the inside. Listen all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof for instruction in righteousness come on. Hallelujah listen I don't have time to read all of the scriptures but can I tell you that there is an all out assault against the word of the living God. We must hold tight to the truth of the word of the living God heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. How many know the death knell of man has tried to kill the word, but how many know it has stayed alive and it will stay alive as long as God says so. You don't just write these down. I'll give you the notes. Here it is. What is the word? The word of God is a devouring flame, it is a crushing hammer, it is a life giving force, it is a saving power, it is a defensive weapon, it is a probing instrument. Go on to the next one. Hallelujah. It is, and we're going to go into that. Hallelujah. Come up here, Jordan. Salvation, no other name that is given under heaven. I, let me say it again, cause some of you is not hearing me. It's not in an Islam and it's not in Allah. Come on, somebody, I'm gonna tell you something, and I was reminded of this the other day, and it took me by surprise, Pastor. I had to hear it a second time. We had a itinerary missionary. They're not in the field anymore, and I thank God they're not because it took me by surprise. Pastor B, they come in my church, and they possibly said, well, we don't possibly know that Allah is probably the same God that we serve. Allah is not the same God that we serve. I was so glad to get them out of my church thank God they're off the field. I'll just put it to you that way and I won't say any more about it. But let me just define it if you don't already know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, Jesus, should not perish but have everlasting life. You shall call his name Jesus and he shall save his people from their sins. Neither is there in no other name given unto heaven whereby men must be saved, his name is Jesus the Christ the son of the living God I remember something, I don't usually carry, Pastor I know my goodness, why is this boy carrying around this big old Bible I usually don't it's huge isn't it I can pop Jordan over the head with it to repent. Glory to God. My grandmother, Let me. A re, reason why I brought it was this. My grandmother got me this Bible, 915, 1991 She said, happy 17th birthday when God called me to preach at the age of 16. Setting to show yourself approved. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Preach the word. Memorize the word. Visualize the word. Everybody say this, I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to visualize it. And I'm going to personalize it. I'm going to have MVP in my life. Come on. Everybody say it again, I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to personalize it. I'm going to visualize it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm all here to tell you, start sowing the word down on the inside of you. If you're not doing that, you need to do it. Come on, somebody. The landmark of all Scripture is infallible. How many know that it is? And without error in our lives. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, I don't care what's coming down the pike and there's all kinds of junk that's coming down the pike that all roads lead to heaven. That is a bunch of baloney. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me well Pastor Floyd this is so elementary we must get back to these foundations these are things that are going to stand in these last days I love this Sister Alicia come and help me how many know she delivered the word last night Thank God for woman preachers. Come on, somebody. I said, Thank God for women preachers. I will not compromise the Holy Ghost, I will not be shy about preaching about the Holy Spirit. Somehow in our AG churches, Pastor, you know this ain't one of the churches. We've pushed them over here in the corner. God forbid God only moves every third Sunday on the Sunday night service. I'm here to tell you if you'll begin to worship God and allow him to move, the Holy Ghost will move on Wednesday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. He's just waiting for a church to yield to him so he can move like he wants to move. This is a sad statistic, and I think it's gotten better, but can I tell you this, that our former assistant assistant, uh, superintendent, you say that almost 50% in our Assembly of God churches have never been filled with the initial physical evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now listen, don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to bash you if you haven't been filled. That is not what I'm saying. But if we don't preach about him, and we don't give people the opportunity to receive him, then there is, come on, might as well just put it in the corner. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. But I refuse to do it. Come on. I refuse. Listen, can I tell you this, that we're in Acts 29 right now. I said we're in Acts 29 right now. Look, if you try to find it, find it. Acts 29. Look at Acts 29 right now. Glory to God. Look it, look it, look it in the first verse. Look it up, look it up, look it up. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It ain't there. Oh, yeah, it is. It's right here at Heber Springs. I said it's here at Heber Springs First Assembly. He's still active. He's still moving. He's still wanting to feel 10-year-olds. Come on, somebody. And 5-year-olds and 85-year-olds and 95-year-olds. For we know not as we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. What does he do? He prays the mind and the will of the Father. My mama told me a story. She said, when I got, she said, I was 12 years old when I got filled in the Assembly of God Church in St. Louis. She said, I spoke in tongues for two hours. She said, and the lady after the after the service came up, she said, Vicky, she said, did you know that you were speaking Italian? She said, I understood every word that you were saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can I tell you we must not move from the baptism and the Holy Spirit? Preachers preach. Pastor Brown, keep preaching on the Holy Ghost. Pastor B, keep evangelizing about the power of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Jojo, keep preaching to these young people about the power of the Holy Spirit. I will not move nor flinch about this power. They can call me crazy. They can call me roly holy. They can call me all kinds of names. I refuse to move the boundary. Of the Holy Spirit. And you can be filled tonight. I said you can be filled tonight. You know, we've created this culture, and some of you have heard me say this, and it's sad. But Some of us have created this culture at church that when we haven't received, we put our head down and we walk out defeated. Let me make a statement to you. What has it hurt getting closer to Jesus? What have you lost? I don't understand. I can't answer for God why He doesn't feel at times instantly. Some people He does, some people don't. You know why? Because He wants you to enjoy the ride. Because He might not feel you in this box, He might feel you going down the road to your job. And as you begin to worship him, when Shane, your favorite worship leader, ain't worshiping and there's no music, but you're just blessing God, he Lord, I bless you today. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. And then all of a sudden, the baptism of the Holy Spirit will come down on you in the car. You might be in the shower giving God praise. Then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit fall on you in the shower. You might be cut the grass and the Holy Spirit fall on. Stay on that mower. Thank you, sir. I got to go here real quick. Pastor B, help me. Help me right here. I know you Jojo, help me out. Right here, right here. Come on, y'all. Come out here. Get a couple of you young people. Just some, get you some of you young people right here. Stare right over here. Y'all stare out over here. I love this. It's probably one of my favorite passages. Stand right over here, Pastor. Grab hands. Come on, some of you other young people. Come on over here with your youth, Pastor, and pastor B. Y'all gather hands. Glory to God. Number 16, you know the story. This is what I call Pentecost and the Pentateuch. Hallelujah, what was happening? Guess what? The Israelites were complaining that manna from heaven, they were getting too much of it. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what manna is. Are you ready for this? Manna was crispy cream. It was. You know where Krispy Kreme come from? From heaven of glory. When that red light comes on, it's angels that are dipping there. Come on. I'm serious about it. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I plead the blood over those calories in the name of Jesus. I'm not kidding. And so, but they were complaining just like usual. Where's the meat? It reminds me, how many remember that commercial? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? And so there was those, where's the meat? We're tired of this manner, And Moses got mad. And he basically said, Lord, have I bore these children? That's what he said. Read it. He said, I'm so aggravated with these people. He said, I am too. He, you know, and then Moses got to the place. He said, Lord, just kill me now. That's what he said. I ain't making it up. Read it. He said, Lord, just kill me right now. How many just said, Lord, just get rid of me right now. Take me on the glory. How many just said, take me on the glory right now. Take me on the glory. He said, I'll tell you what I'll do. He said, Moses, don't get discouraged. He said, I'm going to take the same Spirit, the same Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that I put on the inside of you. I'm going to give to 70 elders, pick them out, and tell them to meet me at the tent because my glory is going to come down. There were 70 that met circle and guess what they begin to do the face of God they begin to seek come on somebody Come on. They begin to, Pastor B, get them started. They begin to call out on the name of the Lord. They begin to magnify God. They begin to glorify God. And let me tell you what happened. Come on over here, my friend. Hallelujah. Something happened. Something happened. Something happened. Come on over here. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on, come on, buddy. Yeah. come on. Come on. Yeah. But something happened. Eldad and me, Dad, missed the note somehow they missed out on the note that came in their box about meeting them over there for the meeting so guess where El dad and me dad was in the camp they were working on some wood come on cut some wood Well, these guys are over here seeking the face of God. Come on. I don't hear nothing over here. They're blessing God. God's moving. God's glory has fallen. And then all of a sudden, they dad and me, dad, just sitting there cutting the wood. And guess what happened? The same spirit that was over there, B, lift up your hands over there. The same spirit that was over there. As, what are y'all stopping for as they were cutting wood then the anointing came to help they dropped their saw and lifted up their hand and began to prophesy in the name of the law pastor where on earth are you going with this thing God is not confined to a box. If he wants to fill you at Heber Springs, he'll fill you at Heber Springs. But if he wants to fill you in the car, he'll fill you in the car. So what happened? I'm here to tell you God is not a God who is boxed in at a certain level. And here it is, just like the church. Just like the church didn't finish. Let me finish the passage. This a young man that approached Moses, and then Joshua came to Moses today. Lord, this is not right. Shh. Tell him to be quiet. That only happens in the camp. Ain't that just like church folk? That only happens here. Just at this location. Come on, can I tell you that church folk can be used by the devil too. Come on, somebody. And so here it is. The devil's trying to hijack hijack the miracle already. Come on, trying to take it out. And so did that just like church when the Spirit of God, I got to be careful here. The spirit of God begins to move and God begins to rock our world and God begins to make transitions and do great things in our assembly then all of a sudden sometimes there's got to be those voices to rise up saying that's not normal pastor how many know we don't serve a normal God hallelujah he is supernatural he is all powerful and can I tell you what happened is I love the response of Moses he said would to God that it everybody would prophesy and be moved by the spirit of God so what are you saying pastor Floyd you and you little, little pretty self can be filled with the holy ghost sister can mess up your makeup how I mean, know you came out of church when everything's off you look like you come out of a washing machine on sunday How many say, I just had church. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost messed me up. (laughs) Lift your hand and say, put me in the wash cycle, Holy Ghost. Put me in the wash cycle. Put me in the wash cycle, Holy Ghost. Change me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge the power of the Holy Spirit. We will not quench or extinguish put away your fire extinguisher somebody I will not extinguish the power aren't you glad that you have a pastor that doesn't extinguish the power of the Holy Ghost I gotta hurry I know are you still with me you look like you are you look like you're with me still hallelujah can you help out Can you help out? Candice, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know everybody's name. Give me a break. Hallelujah. I believe in healing. For he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes... Lift your hand and say, I'm healed. Is there anybody in here that's received a miracle from the Lord? Lift up your hand and just acknowledge and tell the devil he's still alive. He still works miracles, and I'm a recipient of a miracle in my life and still am a miracle right now. Just, just being saved is a miracle. Lift your hand and say, just being saved is a miracle. I should have been dead. I should have been dead and gone call for the elders of the church James 5 said anointing them with oil prayer faith shall save the sick the lord shall raise him up and then i love this if there be any sin shall be forgiven him come on somebody i believe in the healing power of the lord i got to keep moving on hallelujah come on help me brother hallelujah I didn't get this together in time, but guess what's getting ready to happen? And it's getting ready to happen soon. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those that remain shall be called up to be with him. Second Peter 3 says something like this: that the scoffers have come, and how many have heard him at your work? Didn't they say something about this? Jesus, he's never gonna come. But can you tell them this? Say, my ticket has already been purchased, and when he calls me, you can stay here, but I'm going to go Glory, glory to God. I'm on my way out of here. Because he's getting ready. Can I tell you that the door? I know I've heard that before, Pastor Floyd. Shut your mouth right now. It's this close. This close. It is. It's so close, isn't it, Pastor, to the coming of Jesus? And he said, I'm coming for a church without spot without wrinkle how many say iron of the Holy Ghost get it all out of me get these wrinkles out iron it out Jesus come for a church without spot and without wrinkle I wish I had more time spent on this forgive me for that but I can tell you this and we can go on and on and on for foundations pastor you and your wife come because I really believe you could represent this one real well here but the enemy is trying to hijack our family. Yeah. He said, this is a pretty lady that's coming up here. He's a good man. Come on, somebody. We must protect our family. See, I remember... Is this your daughter, well, you know to get up here. What are you doing sitting here? Come on, what's your name? Ashley. Ashley. Okay, Ashley's here. I remember when I was a young man, and you know, that woman I was telling you about, that red headed, hot, Holy Ghost, beehive hairdo lady, would lay her hands on me as a young child. I'm not gonna hurt you, Ashley. I promise. And she would say something like this The same word of God that's in my mouth shall be in my seed's mouth. In my seed, seed's mouth, he batalamahosa. And guess what? That same word of God that was in her mouth is in my mouth. And guess what I do to my two boys? The same word of God that's in my mouth. Shall be in my seed's mouth. And my lift your hand and declare it right now. The same word of God that's in my mouth, shall be in my seed's mouth. And my somebody need to stand up and say that over your children. The same word of God that's in my mouth shall be in my seed's mouth. And my somebody, I need to hear you say it in this. The same word of God that's in my mouth is in my seed's mouth and my seeds see, one more time the same word of God that's in my mouth shall be in my seed's mouth and my seeds as for me and my house we will serve the Lord it's still between one man I don't know if somebody ain't hear me up in here and one woman. The devil has you deceived, ma'am or sir. You're welcome in this house. I know you're a pastor if you're living that lifestyle. But that's not the will of God for your life. The devil's destiny is to kill, steal, and destroy you. God sees so much more than you see in yourself. But there's one thing that I'm going to do. And can I tell you this? My oldest is 17 years old. Pastor, he just preached his first sermon last Wednesday night. Come on. You know what's happening? The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Lift your hand and say that. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Shall be delivered. I want everybody to stand with me. Shane, come. Just put your thing down there. Give it to somebody else, Shane. Everybody, actually, actually keep stay right there where you're at. Shane, pass it off. Can you hold it for him, sis? Yeah, you, yeah. I'm getting ready to do something tonight. I know, Pastor, I'm probably over time. I don't even know where I'm at. Is it all right? Is this okay? I feel like this is how God wanted to end this revival. And that is to simply make a stand with your family. I guess Karen and B, come here. I want you, they're my family tonight. I don't have my wife and my two boys, and they're precious to me. They're working and doing other things, but I'm glad this is, they're just like family to me. And uh, we appreciate this couple so much. They're some of our best friends. But if you don't have family, you're going to be part of our family tonight. We want you to stand with Pastor B, Sister Karen, and myself if you don't have any family here tonight. But this is what I want you to do tonight if you can. I want this side to go first. I want you, number one, to get with your family. If you don't have any family, just this side. If you don't have any family, I want you to come join me right now. Me and Pastor B, Sister Karen. This side, just this side first. Yeah, come on. Come on, join us over here. Join us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. This is what we're going to do tonight. These guys are going to go first, and then I want you to get with your family. And guess what we're going to do? Family, come on. As Shane plays, what we're going to do is stand right here as pastor. And pastor, whatever way you want to do this, if you and your wife and Ashley want to come down, you want to lay your hands on specifically, I'll help you with that. But I want you to believe for family members right now in your own life. I want you to call out loved ones in this final hour. Listen, can I tell you something? Listen to me. There is nothing preventing the coming of the Lord. All things have been fulfilled according to the word for his coming. Then let me ask you the question, Pastor Floyd. What is preventing him from coming? You want to know? Men and women are. The heartbeat of God is, watch this, people, people, people people he's not willing that any should perish but here it is all should come to repentance he is long suffering how many lift up your hand and say thank God he's waiting on a loved one right now some of you have been interceding for some sons and daughters for a long time believe in God We're going to pray as a family, and guess what we're going to do? Pastor B, help us keep our family moving, and we're going to go to each thing here. I want you guys to do, I want you to spread out a little bit if you can with with your rocks here a little bit. Give everybody a little bit of deal here, a little bit of room. But Pastor B, I want our family to come first to the family, and then let's, let's just move from place to place. And I want you to agree. And stand, God, we agree what the Word of God says in the rapture. And, God, we agree, Lord, that if, there's need, if there needs to be a healing in your body tonight, we're going to believe that God would give you a healing tonight. Because I'm believing, Pastor, that when this revival is over, you're going to have some testimonies of how God answered some prayers through these different rocks or foundations that we're going through. We're going to take our family first, and then we're going to start over here on this side, and then I want you all to follow suit. Let's do this in the name of the Lord. Will you do that? Come on, family. Let's agree right here. Shane, lead us. Lead us in the presence of the Lord. Be directed of God and sing something before the Lord.